I guess because we have very thin skin here in California. So mm -hmm. <laughs> to me, like I said, uh, 50 is cold. And whereas in the East Coast, they would probably put a bathing suit and jump in a pool. Yes. Uh, polar bear swimmers, huh? Yeah, yeah. Except to them, polar bear club or something like this. Kind. Yeah, but to them, they're not because to them, it's it's not that cold. But to me, it's cold. How do you think? Huh? As for me too. Um. So, I guess what I'd like to know, uh, I, I ask most authors this: What was the first? Um, book that you like? What was the first book that you read that turned you on? You mean ever since I'm a child? Yeah. Ever. Well, <laughs> I guess, you know, I was a bit of a child because I started reading at three. Wow. So, um, I was so into books, I could get lost in the book, uh, book world, you know. Um, for me, it was very exciting to walk into a book bookstore ever since I was a little child. I used to spend my pocket money on books. I started off with obviously the Enid Blyton books by by I mean the naughty books by Enid Blyton and worked my way up to the mysteries and all that and then I loved Charles Dickens and Jane Austen and anybody who gave me a book as a present was my best friend forever. <laughs> I guess um, and I have I had my own library even though my pa my father was in the army and we moved around a lot, <laughs> I used to cart my library along with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, there, there were many books that actually influenced me. I, lo I love books, period. I think we have similar tastes. I have, um, <laughs> I, I jump around from book to book a lot. I mean, genre to genre a lot. Um, I like I I'll read a mystery, and maybe even two mysteries, and then I'll jump over to a classic, and then I'll go to a biography, and then I'll go to science fiction, and then maybe I'll read exactly something about astronomy. I mean, there's, I, there's a whole buffet of books out there. I mean, why leave anyone out? Exactly, and why do you have to stick to one genre of any type? Exactly. Um, uh, the Diana Gabaldon books are amazing. Have you have you read those? No, I haven't. Uh, I I want to. I haven't actually bought one yet. Which... You're missing out. If you want, I'll send you the e-books. I, I I bought them. Oh. But okay. uh, they're amazing. Uh, I want to read them. Send me um send me one. <laughs> I'll send you all of them. Oh, you have to do that. <laughs> the the eight books um. The ninth one has just come out uh, uh, last month, and I'm wading through that at the moment. They're I, amazing. You, you'd, you'd love them if you if you if you like a mixture of uh, genres, then you'll really like this one. Oh, I love it! I love it. Um, right now, I'm actually reading Jane Austen. Which one? Northanger Abbey. For about the twenty millionth time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, she's um, Jane Austen is a writer that has influenced a lot of um, female writers down the ages. You know, everybody I think became more courageous in their writing because of the fact that she was uh, in um, 
Victorian times and a writer in England and all that. And they, I think they were happy to emulate her or um, at least follow her footsteps. What do you think? I think so. Oh, it's, she's actually she's actually Regency Jane Austen. Um, Charlotte Bronte is Victorian. Yeah, okay, sorry. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. I like both. I love both, to be honest. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, I mean, I love all the Bronte sisters, but my favorite happens to be Charlotte. <laughs> but, um, but I love Jane Austen because I agree that she actually, see, she was influenced by other people who wrote novels, and then she influenced people to write novels, too. It was like a little, and, and all these women. And yeah, the, because if if you if you see George Eliot had to write um, under a male pseudonym, right? And, and her book and Jane's books was uh, published during her time by a lady. That's all it said. A lady then, by a lady. <laughs> well, that's good then for her. And then when that was Sense and Sensibility, and then when Pride and Prejudice came out. Um, it said by a, a lady, the lady, a lady, no, by the lady who wrote Sense and Sensibility or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so they knew it was well, the same author. Her, I mean, uh, uh, if she would be alive today, she would be really proud of uh, what her books did. Well, yeah, I mean, they've all been made into movies and TV series. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's making the fortune because there's no family left, but somebody sure is. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's 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 really um I I mean I can get lost in books I and mean, books are like my fantasy world. I do too. I'm I'm the same way. I I've always had books with me. Um, I was really strange. I used to. I used to go to a dance and I would ha I'd slip my um my my glasses and a book in my clutch. I as long as I have room for my keys, my comb, my lipstick, a book and my glasses, I was happy. I th I think we are uh, you know soulmates like that. <laughs> I, was just, it, I could be your friend forever. It's it, it, just one of those weird things. I know people probably would think that's weird, but that was just me. I, I always had a book in my car, in my purse, and on my bedside. And they were different Same books. here. And now, now the iPad has so many uh, books inside it, so you don't even have to take only one or two. You can take a whole library along with you. Yeah, I know. That's good for traveling, but I like a book. I like to hold a book. I like the yeah. feel of a book. I'm I'm old fashioned. I just like a book. <laughs> yeah, you feel it. You smell it. Mm -hmm. Sensory sensory touch, etc. And I just and also sometimes it's memories. My um, my dad gave me some books that mean a lot to me. And when I pick up that book, it's just it fills my head with remembering him giving it to me and stuff like that. I know. That is so uncanny because uh, because I've written about that. <laughs> it's just so. Uh, when my 
when my father gave me the first grace anatomy that I had, you know, the way he gave it to me and all I've written about that. Oh, that's lovely. The first book that, well, he gave me a lot of books, but the first book that was beautiful, it was like um, hardcover with gold leaf and it was red. So it, I, it's, I don't know if it's really leather, but it has a leather feel to it. And that, the book was Les Miserables. Mm-hmm. And well, he got it in a used bookstore that was going out of business that was below his office. And he saw it and he said, she's never read it. I'm going to get it for her. That's really nice. And uh, do you still have it? Oh, yeah. It's in my, it's in my bookshelf. I love, I love Amazing. it. Amazing. I have... Um, I gave, I got him hooked. My dad was the type of guy who would read the same books over and over. I mean, he loved science fiction, but he loved a certain period of science fiction. And at at about, I guess around 70, he started getting, no, earlier than that, probably around 65, he started getting bored. And I said, well, maybe you should spread out and read something else. He goes, yeah, but what? I don't know what to read. So I got him into Agatha Christie, Perot especially, Dan Brown, and Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, and um, my, oh, that's nice. And my brother and I, the first time we were trying to find something that would be science fiction, but not from the Golden Age, one he'd never read. And it was, oh, what was the name of that book series? They made it into a movie with Harrison Ford. Ah, uh, uh, Star Wars? No, no, no. No, this is newer. Uh, Indiana Jones? No, no, no. no and I don't think Indiana Jones was a book. Was it? Oh, uh, no. I don't know. I, I've seen, I've seen some books, but I guess it was based on the movie. Ender's Game. That was the book. Oh, okay. That was the first book that we got him that was outside of the Golden Age that was science fiction. Did he like it? He loved it. He loved it. He loved it. He loved and he and he also got another series that was all about um uh, like um like the navy, the English navy of the 1800s. He read all those. He wrote a bun- read a bunch of spy. I mean, once we got him started, <laughs> he spread it. Uh, did you give him Ian Fleming? Oh, yeah, he read that. He read he had read Ian Fleming and um, Tarzan when he was younger. Oh, I loved Tarzan when I was a kid. I read all books. I had all of them with me. Yeah, I um. My dad had all the Tarzan books in his end table. And I was like, one day I was cleaning something I spilled on the floor in their in their bedroom. And I looked up and I saw those books and I said, Dad, could I read one of those? He goes, sure, read any of them. So I read all of them. 
I gotta say that Burroughs, toward the end, sort of lost it. Don't you think? Yeah, um, I think so too. You know, maybe it, maybe it's that uh, he just uh, got tired of writing or something. I, I'm not sure. I it just they just weren't as uh, good. Or, or maybe he, maybe he, maybe he didn't um, know how to go forward anymore. They just weren't as well drawn. You know the characters. Hmm. See, his characters were good. Even, yeah, have you have you read his science fiction? I have, but I don't remember the name of it. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but but I had I had a lot of his books. Yeah, I like Burroughs, but I like the early Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I agree. I also like the writer who wrote the Topper books. Did you ever read them? I guess I did. I mean, I vaguely remember, but I don't remember the writer's name. I can't remember it either. Oh, Thorn Smith. Thorn Smith. Okay. And, um, yeah, I was. I guess I love the topper for you know movies with Cary Grant and Constance Bennett and then and Roland Young the three of them you know the three topper movies and um, my mom also loved them and she goes you know there are books and I said really so we went to the store and they hadn't printed them for a long time but it was just really lucky timing there they had started printing them again so I got um, Topper, and Topper takes a trip, and I just loved it. And so I started trying to find them. Going back then, you could go to a book sale or a garage sale or all the different kinds of things, and and library book sales and stuff like that. Until um, I got, I had all the books. I'm I'm kind of um, crazy like that. I have to have the whole series. Oh, yes. I remember my brother and I used to catalog our books, just like in the library. Well, we... We were scared we we might lose them or somebody might borrow them and not give them back. We used to put our names in the books. We didn't... I don't know. Oh, no, there was a time we cataloged them. I had... A1, A2, and then the second shelf was B1, B2. <laughs> kind of simplistic, but that's how we I did it. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we, we even uh, copied the librarian and we made little labels on our books, and um, we, were quite, we were quite methodical where our books were concerned. Wow. That's going a lot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> even even now, you know, when I study, you can see my old books. I haven't put even a pencil mark in my uh, books. I'd rather write notes than put pencil marks. I hate defacing books. Oh, that was, my father was very rough on books. And there was this book that I gave him. And he kind of ruined it. Because um, he 
turned it upside down, inside out and stuff, to read it when he was, like, at work and stuff. And he, he goes, he came home. Uh, I, no, I came home. I was, I wasn't at home at that time. I, I come over for dinner, and he said, hi, Sherry. I go, did you finish the book? And he goes, yeah, I loved it. Here. It was, a, it was a new copy of the book. And I looked at him, and I said, um, what happened to my book? And he said, um, some sort of got, pages got separated, and doesn't look as pretty as when he gave it to me. So here, there's a new book. <laughs> well, um, I don't know, I have this thing about just, you know, if you see my college books also, they are pretty pristine, you know, I don't like putting even a pencil mark. Yes, I write my name on them, but otherwise, I don't write anything else. I, uh, my books are in good shape. I don't know about pristine. Because, I mean, I, I sometimes eat. I don't drip on it because I'm very careful. But crumbs have fallen in. Um, nothing, yeah, well, by, by, by Christine, I meant that uh, they haven't been defaced. Like some people, they put highlighters and markers and pencils and oh, pens. Oh, I see. Yeah, I understand. Okay, now I got it. I um The only thing you find that in for me is like a play. Like if I'm studying a play and I'm going to play a part, then there's notes all over it. Um, but that's what they're for. <laughs> that's justified. Especially, you know, if you're like, you're acting on stage, you need to write down all of your business and all of your blocking. And if the um, director goes, can you do this? You have to write it down because you'll forget. Um, <laughs> no, no, that, that definitely is justified. And then that's a script. Yeah, but that, that, I do, and I do use a highlighter to highlight my part, but other than that, I don't do that for book books. I, um, for when I was studying, I used, um, I guess it was good timing, I use, I use post-its. <laughs> you would see it like, uh, like well, all well, these, One of the best inventions. It is. I mean, you'd see like all these post-its up and down the book and both on the top and on the side with little notes on it. Oh, that's, that's my book. That's how I studied. But, yeah. Because that way, when I was done, I just took all the post-its out and throw them out and or put them, if I wanted to keep them for some reason because I'm into the subject, I would put them in a little, like, notebook, copy them into it. And then the book would be clean. There wouldn't be anything on it. Because post-its don't leave residue. Exactly. That's exactly what I do. How, how nice. How nice to have a, a you know, um, person who does the same thing. Because I, I get really upset when people deface books. Yeah, there's no reason to do that. And, and books are your babies, you know? You don't want to deface a baby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Especially if you've written it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just yeah, I, I grew up with a great deal of respect for the written word. But I like all kinds of books. Um, do you like all different kinds of genres? I do. It, um, 
I I don't need to. Um, I mean, I don't limit myself to uh, just one. Um, if I find something interesting, I will read it. And one of the cool things about interviewing authors is that they sometimes send me their books. So I actually learn. I I, I get into. I've gotten into book series um, because I interviewed an author. <laughs> well, um, I'll send you mine. That wasn't asking for it. I just was saying that. That's how it. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know I know what you meant, but I I'll still send you mine. Okay, thank you. No, I love books. I love books. Um. Yeah, I I remember when I was in high school, I was I was a reader. I watched movies. I watched TV. Um, and one of the girls that I went to school with, how do you find time to do all this? Don't you go out? I go, yeah, of course I go out. Then how do you find time? I go, I make time. If you if you want to do something, you just make time for it. And they look at me like I'm from another planet. Exactly. I mean, uh, nobody has time. You have to make time. Exactly. Especially if you love something. Um, I read every single morning when I wake up. I wake up. I wake up so with a cat on my lap, a book next to me. I, I take my book and I start reading. And then and Pi will sometimes look up at me and turn around and go back to sleep. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, go ahead. I read in all all sorts of weird places, so I can empathize. Oh, bathrooms are really good place to read. Oh yes, definitely. I didn't. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, although you know, in movies and TV shows, you always see somebody reading a book in a bathtub. I can't do that because it'll mess up your book. No, not the bathtub. That that uh, that will definitely. That's not good. No, you'll have a wet book then, unless you have a waterproof book. We should invent waterproof books. Yeah, waterproof pages and 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 like water resistant covers. Mhm. There's an invention be, for someone. Come on, you guys, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, like. I've I've seen movies where somebody's reading a book, they're taking a bubble bath and they're reading a book, and I'm like, how do they do that and keep the book so dry? Well, have probably extra books lying around. If one gets wet, they they use the other. I guess. I mean, but it's not. Which I would. I would. I, yeah, but yeah, because I don't I don't like it ruining my book, so. No, but I mean other the other way. There's other places in the bathroom that you can read it easy, not mess up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but um. Not uh. I mean, it's a it's a nice start of the day. Mhm. Mm sit and read in the bathroom. <laughs> I usually read in bed most of the time, though. I get up a little early and read. Yeah, it's it's worth the time. Any you're you're expanding your imagination is a good thing. 
<laughs> but it's it's based on you know the first year of medical college and this uh, um, medical student has um, you know also ESP um, abilities and the way she uses those abilities and her uh, observation of the cases and all that and how she meets this police inspector who she falls in love with. And because all uh, uh, the cases that I've written inside this book are based on real cases. The, 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 the characters are fictional, obviously, but the cases are real and some of them are medical legal. So therefore, it was a better balance to have a doctor or medical student on one side and a police inspector on the other side. So um, it's sort of how they help each other with the cases and all that. Cool. As they go along. So it's a murder mystery. Well, in a sense, yes. And um, uh, I did write the um, cases a bit more gorier than they were, but uh, the editor didn't like that so much. <laughs> and I keep teasing her about it because it's really funny. Because uh, as as a as a doctor, you don't realize how much um, uh, desensitized you are a bit to all the all the you know gory stuff and then when when it is properly edited you realize well yes there's a better way to do it yeah that gory stuff's not my type of thing either so i'm kind of with your editor <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh, actually um i just wrote as it came you know just like uh, in uncle tom's cabin topsy just grew this thing just grew also <laughs> Cool. Um, when does your book come out? It's already out from the 25th of January this year. And it's available in Amazon as usual. Cool. And obviously on Mary's uh, her website. Hostip. Yeah, her, she has a very and, good website. Yeah. And uh, I have also a website. Um, I have... Um, uh, um, my author's name is Shirin Margadine. Margadine is my mother's uh, maiden name, so it's uh, a, a tribute to her Aww. that I use that. That's lovely. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, the website is shirinmargadine.com. That's simple. And can you spell it? Because it's not that simple spell, so <laughs> just to help your readers out a bit. S-H-I-R-W-E-N. M A G E D I N dot com. Perfect. And what is your handle on your the social medias that you participate in? Well, um, I have um, with the same name Shirin Margarine, I have a web uh, a Facebook uh, uh, profile. Okay. And. Um, I do have Twitter, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't like Twitter so much, so I don't use it. But um must be somewhere. Okay. And I'll find out from the kids. Okay. Um, and um, do you have Instagram? Yes, I do. Do you remember that one? Same name, Shirin Ma. Shiri Margulies, also. Okay. Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I'm sort of uh, 
my sister is sending my Instagram and she's made it uh, for the same name, Keeping Marketing. That's great. Um, we've come to the end. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed it, our chat. I did. Uh, it was nice meeting you, and it's lovely to meet people who love books as much as I do. Yeah, I know. Me too. I love I love readers. <laughs> Even if you don't, it, it doesn't matter if you write or not. We need more readers in the world. <laughs> oh yes, I think there's so many uh, so many ills that can be um, uh, treated if people would just read yep. properly. I know. I mean, books have been my salvation since I was a kid. So it's 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 lovely to talk to another reader <laughs> same here and you know and congratulations welcome to the writing world <laughs> <laughs> thank you it, it's uh, still surreal for me i mean it's amazing uh, i cannot even uh, just just to think about it it's um, just amazing that i am an author now my god who would have thought <laughs> well, you're a published author. You're not just an author. You're a published oh, yes. author. That's a big thing. That's, that's, that is. That is. And I'm really thankful to Mary and uh, to Rosa, the editor. And um, my mom was the inspiration. So I guess I'm thankful to her as well Aww. that um, I've been encouraged to do all this. I think that's great. Um, thank you so much for your time. I know you're you're just starting your day, so I don't want to mess you up. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm getting messages from the hospital already. <laughs> okay. Um, you have a really good day. Thank you, Shireen. You you too. You have a nice evening or whatever is left of it. Thank, thank you for uh, talking to me. Thank you, and thank you for chatting with Sherry. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.